You're listening to the Keep Writing Podcast, a resource for Christian writers who are ready to conquer what's holding them back. I'm Nika Maples, and this is episode 77, Make a Mistake. We can choose what we believe about mistakes. This is a crazy idea that I really didn't know was possible until recently. But when you make a mistake, you don't have to be embarrassed. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't even have to punish yourself. You get to decide what a mistake means. And I've decided that it means I'm showing up. The other day, I had to laugh because by the time my alarm went off, I had already made three mistakes. That's right. I'm so good at them now. I'm making mistakes in my sleep. The first one was that I had sent two emails to my list at the exact same time overnight. That's annoying to everyone. And then the second mistake was that I had left a very serious misspelling in one of those emails. Hello, English teacher. A few people responded to that one. And the third mistake was that I gave the wrong Bible verse reference in the other email. So boom, three mistakes before I opened my eyelids. But guess what? It doesn't bother me a bit because the alternative is that I become so afraid of making a mistake that I don't even put myself out there. These days, I smile when I make a mistake and I say, hey, at least I showed up. At least I did something. I want to show up. That's my highest value. I, I want to be fully myself. And not hide until I feel like I can present myself as flawless. To be genuine, to be authentic, I have to just go ahead and like my flaws. In fact, I like flaws in general. I wrote a poem about that several years ago, and I think I'll include that at the end of this episode, so stick around. But before I share it with you, I want to tell you a principle that has helped me move forward. Instead of staying stuck where I am, obsessing over the possibility of making a mistake, I had to decide B plus work or even B minus work was better than a zero. When I was a classroom teacher, there was one thing that would tank a grade average so badly that it almost couldn't be turned around within a given six weeks grading period. A zero in the grade book. And my students would always say, don't worry, Miss Maples, I'll bring it up when I would tell them that they had a zero for an assignment that they hadn't turned in. Okay, teachers, am I speaking your language right now? Is this sounding familiar? How many times this year have you heard students say, don't worry, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. Well, they don't realize that you can't bring up an average that easily when there's a zero there. You have to actually replace the zero in order to make a significant difference. As long as it's still there, you are toast. But when a student would turn in something and even make a 70, they would be able to bring up their grade average later. Seriously, even a 70, oh, even a 50, even a 25 would not kill them, but a zero always would. And how much better if they didn't have 
a failing grade or, or a D or a C, but even just a B minus is their lowest grade. They would probably still get an A or even an A plus overall. So it was no big deal. Well, I've had a lot of years behind me as a writer, years that I was trying so hard to produce A plus work every single time that I actually got a zero in my average because I wouldn't do anything. What do I mean? Well, I wouldn't send emails. I wouldn't make blog posts. I was scared to make even social media posts. I mean, look at the history of this podcast, for instance. If you've been around for a while, then you noticed there were long periods of time when I wasn't making episodes. I wanted to have these perfect episodes that were so amazing that any listener would rate them as A+, one of the best episodes they'd ever heard. And as a result, I recorded and produced exactly zero episodes on most of the months over the last five years. And that has created an overall average that has really hurt me. My podcast virtually fell into oblivion. Fail. Look, I would rather write, record, and produce imperfect episodes than produce no episodes at all. That has necessitated that I be willing to create B minus work and put it out there. My average will stay decent overall if I do. You'll be happy listeners if I do. I don't think you're going to say that Nika Maples, she doesn't put out A plus episodes every week. All she does is B plus helpful and encouraging episodes. See what I'm saying? In your writing life, it may be worth considering putting your B plus work out there. Even B minus work that's consistent is better than doing nothing. Waiting until you're able to generate something that's A plus. And in the meantime, giving your readers a big fat zero. Your writing career isn't one project. Does that ease your mind? It's an average of a lifetime of projects. So don't be like my students and think that you'll be able to bring it up if you have a lot of zeros along the way. It's time to do B minus work now because thinking that you'll get by on zeros, that is the biggest mistake of all. And now, for that poem about the beauty of imperfection that I promised. It's called 16 Voices of Quiet Disrepair. Crooked teeth are quite charming, as are aging hands. The tooth that kicks out of the regiment and marches to another cadence. The knuckles that read like a captain's map with rivers and trails and ravines. I'm fond of the slanting window sill, of the mismatched button, of the hinge askew, and the unmade bed, the scar above his eye, the freckles on her elbow, the pop in the stained oak floorboard, the rip in the lampshade, the rust, the scuff, the curl that won't stay in the ponytail, the paint under the artist's fingernail, the chips in the blue china platter, 
the small, funny candy in the box. They are speaking, saying, don't wait for a flawless picture. Of course, it might never come. And what if you waited and then you found that perfect was dull after all? Thanks for listening. Please leave me a podcast review today. You know why. Thanks so much, friend.